We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love, love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant. Get ready for a transformation. The power of expectation. And I want you to set your heart tonight because expectation, as we all know, is the mother of manifestation. And we have supernatural night of wonders coming up this Friday. Hallelujah. Celebrate Jesus. So the best place to be right now is here. Where you understand the power of expectation. First of all, I'm going to start by defining what power is and expectation and also what the power of expectation is. What is power? Power is the ability to do something. It is the ability to effect a change in any given situation. I'll say it again. Power is the ability to do something. It is the ability to effect a change in any given situation. Now, what is expectation? Expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. Expectation is a strong belief that something will happen. Expectation is a mental scriptural picture of what you desire to happen. I said again, expectation is a mental scriptural picture of what you desire to happen. Now, what is the power of expectation? The power of expectation is the ability to effect change in a situation by having a mental picture from scriptures of what you desire and looking forward to it and looking forward to it happening. I'll say it again. It is the ability to effect change in any in a situation by having a mental picture from scriptures of what you desire and looking forward to it happening. It is the ability to change a situation by having a confident belief that a particular situation would change for the better. It is the ability to change a situation by having a confident belief that a particular situation would change for the better. The power of expectation. As we read in our opening scripture tonight, we read about the woman with the issue of blood. She said, you see, when she heard, verse 20, from verse 27, when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. The power of expectation. The power of expectation. It is the ability to change a situation. The ability for her to change her situation relied on her expectation of what Jesus carried. And that is the healing power of Jesus. It is the ability to change a situation by having a confident belief. She was so sure that if I touch his garment, I will be healed. That is a confident belief that can change any situation in life. Oh, supernatural night of wonder is coming up. I believe I will get healed. I believe the word of prophecy will come forth. I believe I will get a miracle job. That is an expectation. I believe this, I believe that. Oh, I'm waiting, I'm waiting earnestly, I'm waiting earnestly. I believe that is expectation. And this, this um, 
um, teaching is very, very important to me because also one thing I've learned over the past few years is how to expect from God and how to receive from God on the platform of, of expectation. Hallelujah. In life, you cannot experience what you do not expect. What you expect is what you experience. If you expect good, good will come to you. If you expect bad, bad will come to you. And if you expect nothing, you experience nothing. So my question is, as snow is coming, what are you expecting? Even tonight, you know one thing that <laughs> our ministry is a prophetic ministry. And one thing you know is that our man of God hears God. Right? And I remember um, one day during WPT, we were just, um, as we were praying and then we're just worshiping, we're singing a song. See what the Lord has done. On, and immediately, we got a word. And that's not the first time. Another day, we're taking, uh, we're doing the pre-service, the volunteers' prayers and before um, church starts. And then he got a word concerning Sister Sophia about her delivery. So one thing that I've come to realize is that the Bible says where two or three are guarded in the midst of God, he's there. So every gathering we gather here, God is there and God can do anything. God can do anything. So from that WPT day and same what happened on that Sunday to Sister Sophia, I said every time, even if I'm having a chat one-on-one -on -one with pastor, I'm expectant. I'm expectant because the word can come forth any given time and you have to be expectant. Hallelujah. If you expect bad, bad will come. If you expect nothing, you experience nothing. As we know, expectation is the mother of manifestation. Expectation is the mother of manifestation. The woman with the issue of blood, she said, if I may touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. That's all I need. I don't need him to speak. I don't need him to turn to me. All I need to do is to touch his garment. Because she knew who Jesus was. She knew the virtue, the healing virtue that could flow from even the ground he would walk on. I was standing and I'll be healed. And that's your expectation that births faith. Hallelujah. Without an expectation, there cannot be any manifestation. Expectation is a vital force needed to take possession of what God has said in his word concerning you and what he has in store for you. So with expectation, expectation is that platform where you take hold of what God has said concerning you in his word and what he has in store for you. So this is going to be centered around, oh, you know, it's the year of his glory. It's the month of divine favor. Supernatural night of wonders is coming up. Stir up in you the expectation to receive. Expectation is that vital force that you need to take possession of what God has said in his word concerning you. So concerning that illness, concerning that job situation, concerning that ugly situation in your life, what is God saying? Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 62 verse 5, Psalm 62 verse 5, if you have that on the screen. My soul waits silently for God alone. For my expectation is from him. My soul waits silently for God alone. 
For my expectation is from him. From God alone, not from men. From God alone, not from people. You know, you can't be looking up. It's the Bible says, I look up to the hills from where my help. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Let's, do, let's, do, let's be practical. Those here in the room and on watching online, try look, looking up to the light. Just try looking up to the light. And try using one of your eyes to look down. It's impossible. You can't claim to be looking up to God and looking up to men. Oh, you're looking for a way to get money or something and all of all that. And, and you're like saying, okay, God, I need money. But then you're thinking, ah, I'm, I'm going to ask this person, this person, yes, I need. This person is going to help me. So your expectation is torn between expecting from God and then expecting from mortal man. The Bible says, my soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from him. The manifestation of my, of my expectation is from him alone. A season of God's manifestation can come and go without anything to show if you do not have an expectation. Right now, we're in a prophetic season. We're always in a prophetic season. It's the month of divine favor, supernatural night of wonders. This season of God's manifestation can come and go without anything to show in your life if you do not have an expectation. Again, I will ask you, what are you expecting at Snow 2022? For those watching online just joining, Snow is supernatural night of wonders happening this Friday, 7 p.m. It's a night of worship, word, and wonders. Hallelujah. Everything you are experiencing now or have received is a function of what you have been expecting or what you have failed to expect. Everything you're experiencing right now in your life is as a function of what you have been expecting or what you have failed to expect. Like I said, if you expect nothing, you receive nothing. Where you are right now is a function of what you have been expecting. The Bible says in Job 3 verse 25, it says, what I have greatly feared what I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. That was his expectation. He expected something bad to happen. And it happened. And one thing you must know about lack of expectation is that it leads to frustration. If you do not have an expectation, you come into your program as, such as snow, or you come into recharge, and you're going through situations in your life, and you have an expectation of, oh, when we're going to the when um, we're taking the communion or when God's servants mounts the pulpit, that, oh, prophetic word will go forth, oh, miracle jobs or whatever, you have no expectation of that at all. You will live the same way you came and you'll be frustrated with life. Hallelujah. May you not live frustrated in Jesus' name. Amen. Every program in church is ordained and orchestrated by God to meet the needs of his people. Every program in church is ordained and orchestrated by God to meet the needs of his people. From 2018 up to this point, there's been no program Lofty Heights has held that has been, we feel like just holding a program, let's just hold a program. No. They've all been ordained and orchestrated by God to meet the needs of his people. And Snow is another program again that has been ordained and orchestrated by God to meet your needs. So what are you going to do? Are you going to come casual? You have a need. 
One thing you must know is this. That you're sick doesn't mean miracle just come to you like that. No. Miracles do not go to those who need them. Miracles go to those who expect them and have the capacity to faith it and receive from God. Hallelujah. That you need a job. Oh, you're struggling. Oh, I need a job. I need a job. I need a job. And you're just there lounging and you're not trying to expect from God or expect anything from God or whatnot. It's not going to drop on your laps just like that. You have to expect from God. You have to expect, oh, God's servant has said in the next 30 days or in the next month, miracle jobs. You hear it and then you go home like that. Oh, yes, miracle jobs. Okay. And then you just live your life. No expectation. Expecting that, Lord, in this month, miracle job. That's what your servant said. Miracle job, miracle job. I'm, I'm expecting it. You live your life daily as one who is expectant. As a pregnant woman who is expecting the baby. Hallelujah. If you want God to meet you, you must be expectant of being met by him. You know, I'm smiling. <laughs> this line is a line that God's servant, Pastor Wale, has actually said. Celebrate God's servant. Hallelujah. If you want God to meet you, you must be expectant of being met by him. You must expect to be met by God. God, I'm coming for snow. I'm expecting to be met by you. From the opening charge to the closing charge, anything can happen. I'm expecting, I'm expecting from you. Hallelujah. The reason why people don't get blessed or receive from the Lord in a program is because there are no expectations. They just come and just sit down and just go on along with activities and activities and activities. No expectation. And then they go back home the same way they came. Because they expected nothing and they will receive nothing. There can't be delivery without pregnancy. There cannot be delivery without pregnancy. When you're pregnant with expectations, testimonies are born. When you're pregnant with expectations, testimonies are born. I know one thing with, with pregnancy is, first of all, you conceive, right? So a seed is planted in you. And that seed we know, just as um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, the seed of the Holy Ghost was planted in her. She conceived and she was expecting. And that seed we know is the word. And from the word of God, like I said earlier on, scriptural, scriptural picture of a desire. So you conceive that expectation through the word of God. So there is no day, hallelujah, there is no day a woman who is not expecting a child will go into the delivery room to push out a baby. You have nothing to push out. What are you going there to do? If you go into the delivery room, you will come out the same way. Same way if you come into here, if you come into this place on Friday without an expectation, you will go back the same way. Like pastor would say, it's not a curse, it's the truth. <laughs> he said, I should tell you, so I'm telling you. It's not a curse, it's the truth. If you come in here without an expectation, you will go back the same way. As a woman right now, <laughs> let me use my dear sister, Sister Lois. She's a woman. Yes, she has the capacity to, to, to conceive in her time. She can't walk into the emergency room right now or labor room and say, oh, I want to, I want to give birth. I want to give birth. People, I want to give birth today. 
without having to go through the nine months of expecting a child and giving birth to a bundle of joy and testimony. Hallelujah. So there's nothing to push out. In every program, you will always find two sets of people, the participants and the spectators. Look, spectators are not just people who just, oh, they come and then they're just standing and maybe they're sitting and all. You can even find spectators even in, in his expressions team, in the media, in the guest experience. Spectating, <laughs> being a spectator doesn't mean that, oh, you're just silent and you're not trying to participate, you're not trying to, oh, sing too much or stand, whatever. You can be here and be lost and your heart is not connected. When the woman with the issue of blood was following Jesus, were there people around Jesus? There were people around Jesus. But how come that it was on, are you telling me that those people around Jesus didn't have problems? They did have a problem. They had problems. He was going somewhere and her, she saw that that was an opportunity for her to connect with the power, the healing power of Jesus. And she got her healing. So you will always find two sets of people in every program, in every program. The participants and the spectators. Tell your neighbor, which one are you? Which one are you? Answer your neighbor which one you are. Are you a spectator or are you a participant? Hallelujah. May you be a participant this coming Friday in Jesus' name. When your expectation is set, your experience is sure. When your expectation is set, your experience is sure. The Bible says in Luke 145, Blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of these things that were said to her. Mary didn't doubt. She was expecting, and her life after that word came forth was as a result, she, she moved in line with her expectations because there were things that she had to do following her expectation from that word that was said to her. So when your expectation is set, your experience is short. Expectation has the capacity to cause a man to be sensitive. When you expect from God, you come into a place as this, oh, okay, now recharge. We all know recharge is our supernatural service. But why then are people not coming to recharge service? There is no expectation. It has the capacity to cause a man to be sensitive. To hear from God, to receive from God, to know when God is speaking, to know when God is moving. There is a move of God and we know what we've heard, we've, God someone has preached on Kairos moment. There is a move of God right now and this sermon, this message is coming to you so that your heart will be set. So, they told you so. Hallelujah. Expectation has the capacity to cause a man to be sensitive. To be sensitive. The Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. Let's read it. I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. I'll watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I'm corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Expectation has the capacity to cause a man to be sensitive. From verse 1 again, he says that I will stand my watch and will set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say. I will watch to see. I will be expectant of what God is going to say to me. See, 
in a program as snow, it's not a healing school. It's not just for oh, um, blind eyes be open. Yes, blind eyes will open and all. But their miracle is not just healing of the body. Miracle could be miracle jobs. Miracle could be just be a word that comes forth and lights up your life. The Bible says the word of the Lord came upon Jacob and lighted up upon Israel. So your expectation can cause you to be sensitive. There are times for me, like when I'm coming to church sometimes and I'm just going through things at home or whatever, or going through a season, and I can just pray before I come to church. I'm just like, Holy Spirit, I need you to speak to me. Speak to me today. Through. Speak to me today. Through anybody. Speak to me today. From the, from the opening charge to the closing charge. And there's sometimes that anybody can walk on the stage even for the opening charge and they say something and I'm like, that's it. That's what I need. Because I'm standing my watch to see what he will say to me. I'm expectant of a word. Hallelujah. You know, when I was going through a very, very tough time, this was in 2019. And in my life, I had never done drive fasting before. And I thank God for um, God's servants who brought out what he was doing on the inside, which is Tari. Tari is our spiritual boot camp, which we hold um, annually, um, beginning of December, where we pray and fast, not asking for anything, but asking for more knowledge to be used by God, to make ourselves available for God. And I'd never fasted because the first time we did it, I mean, most of us in pastor's basement, we broke our fast with fruits. We ate a lot of, we ate lots of fruits that <laughs> the number of bananas you took is equivalent to the, to the, to Eba and soup. So obviously you're not breaking with, yeah, no, you're not doing dry fast. But at 2019, when I was going through a situation, I said, no, God, you must speak to me. You must tell me what's going on. You must, I need a word in this season. I need a word in this season. And I had never done dry fasting before in my life. But because we had tried it before in 2018, I said, I'm going to do it. I locked myself up in my room alone. I brought the TV into the room. I played messages. I was reading scriptures. The second night, I was listening to um, a sermon um, by um, God's servant Bishop David Oedipo. And he was talking about that yes, there's a faith that comes from hearing the word of God, but there's also a kind and level of faith that comes from hearing God directly. And he talked about you ministering to God and then God speaking to you. So that night, the second night, I was expecting my heart was set. I'm like, God, tonight I must hear you speak to me. Like I said, expectation can cause a man to be sensitive. So I was sensitive to every move. I was playing worship song. I was worshiping. I was worshiping. I was worshiping. Before I know, I heard in my spirit, Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43. And I read the scriptures. And light popped open. And that was the scripture that I needed in that season of my life. I was expectant. That's why I was sensitive enough to hear God. So you will come into snow on Friday right now. God's servant can just come on the stage or anybody. His expression can be singing a song and then they say something and then that's your word. That's your word. So your expectation has the capacity to cause you to be sensitive to know what God is saying. The moment God answers, you will know he has answered. The moment God speaks, you will know he has spoken. Without expectations, you won't know when God has answered. You know, I think this was in 2020 when we, um, I think we initially got into Wingate. That was it. That's Egypt. <laughs> into Wingate. And we're in the smaller room. 
And that morning on a Sunday, I told God, like, I, need, I needed clarity on something. Things was in 2020. I needed clarity on something. I'm like, Lord, speak to me through your word today. I need to, I need to, I need the, I need the word. And yes, I was expectant. But I came into church and I forgot, I forgot about my expectation. <laughs> and when God's servant came, pastor came, and he was reading the opening scripture. I know who was reading the scripture. And there was a particular verse that did something to me. But I didn't take it as anything. But it just did something to me. While I was going home, I was like, God, I, I, was, but I, needed, I needed this answer. Right? But he didn't answer. The Holy, oh, we know our God is a merciful father. He reminded me of that word that did something to me. So without expectation, you wouldn't know when God has answered. You wouldn't know when God has spoken to you. Let's see Acts 12 from verse 5. Acts 12 from verse 5. We all know the story of Peter when Peter was in the jail, was in the jail. And the um, church in the home, they were praying for him. So from verse 5, it says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. Let's go to verse 11, from verse 11. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, now I know for certain, this was after the angel of the living God came and broke open the gates and let him out. Now I know for certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod. And from all the expectation of the Jewish people, verse 12. So when he had considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose son name was Mark, where many were gathered together. They were praying, you know, 13. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda, Sister Rhoda, like pastors say, came to answer, verse 14. When she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness, she did not open the gate, but ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. 15. But they said to her, you are beside yourself. Yet she kept insist insisting that it was, she kept insisting that it was so. So they said, it is his angel. They were praying, but they had no expectation. They were praying that, oh, this person be freed. But then they had no expectation. So they didn't even know when God had answered. They couldn't believe. Hallelujah. Without expectation, you wouldn't know when God has answered you. The kingdom of God is not like the kingdom of the world. In the kingdom of the world, they say expectation gives birth to disappointment. But in this kingdom, expectation sets you up for appointment. High expectation from, for God to do something in your life sets you in a position to receive from God. You can never be disappointed having a expectation from God. It's impossible. Those who come to him must know that he exists. He is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligence in seeking God's face is having an expectation that births faith. So I know Okay, I'm coming to snow on Friday. This situation, you will not leave this room with me. You, you, on this altar, you, you will die on this altar. You know, you know of a truth that God is able to do it. God is able to do it. Hallelujah. 
Let's read Matthew 9, 27 to 29. Matthew 9, 27 to 29. The Bible says, when Jesus departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him and Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be to you. Let's go back to 27. When Jesus had departed, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, Son of David, have mercy on us. They knew Jesus, so they were expectant to receive their sight from God. There was an expectation. There was an expectation knowing that, oh, see, when you come into a program as snow, forget your neighbor. Forget, see, there's no fine boy and fine girl when the issues of life is dealing with you. Hey, when life is dealing with you, there's no time to do fine boy and fine girl. There's no time to sit down. There's no time to be casual. You can't be casual during snow. You can't be casual during recharge service. God can speak anytime. And tonight, God will speak to you in the name of Jesus. Expectation drives you to step out and exercise your faith. Their expectation to receive their sight from God, from Jesus, drove them to step out in faith. Have mercy on us. Jesus, meet me. What is your cry? Jesus, meet me. Jesus, heal me. Jesus, provide for me. Which connects you. So expectation drives you to step out and exercise your faith. Which connects you to the power of God for tangible manifestation. We know of the story of Hannah. Hannah is an example in 1 Samuel 1, 17 to 20. 1 Samuel 17 to 20. It says, then Eli answered and said, go in peace and the God of Israel grant your petition which you have asked of him. Verse 18, and she said, let your maidservant find favor in your sight. So the woman went her way and ate and her face was no longer sad. Then they arose early in the morning and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came to their house, Arama, and Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. We all know what that means. So there was an expectation that she had, and that drove her to step out and exercise her faith. We all know of the story of Abraham. And sir, there's no way you can speak on faith expectation without speaking on Abraham. Abraham did not consider the deadness of his body or deadness of Sarah's body. He had faith in God. He expected from God. God told him this. And he knew who God was. God is a God of integrity. He cannot lie. Numbers 23, 19. Has he said it and has he not done it? The words that I speak to you are spirit and their life. Their spirit and their life. The word of the Lord is life-giving. Is life-giving. It causes man to expect from God and causes him to receive the manifestation of his, of his expectation through faith. Hallelujah. So Abraham expected something from God and that drove him to step out in faith. At 100 years old, he went in with his wife and still gave birth. There was an expectation and that expectation you know, there's a way you can be so intoxicated with the knowledge of who you serve and knowledge and, and expectation that causes you to, you know of a truth. 
you know of a truth that God has said that God will do it. It will come to pass. Hallelujah. You know, there's a story of a man um, back in the day, very old. At, I mean, so this was, he needed healing from uh, at one of the, or a Robert's crusade. And he came expectant. So Robert finished the crusade and all of all that, pray for the sick, the sick, the God healed, miracles happen and all. There are still some people who need that extra touch. They came to the healing room. And he prayed. But this man, nothing happened yet. So he came and he said, I cannot go. I'm supposed to be healed today. I am supposed to be healed today. So I cannot, no, I cannot go. I am supposed to be healed today. Same thing with Jacob. He wrestled. My story has to change. My story has to change. I expect something. And his name, his entire life, he became an institution. So what are you expecting? Even in the closing charge prayers, closing charge, anything can happen. God is not done until we share, until we share the grace, until we say, okay, everybody go home. Even outside, when you're having conversations with people, where two or three are gathered, God is there. So God can speak through anybody. Hallelujah. Expectation for manifestation can be likened to a pregnant woman expecting a child. Her lifestyle changes. So when she's expectant, the way she does what she, do, what she does, it changes. Her, her lifestyle changes. She's more sensitive to everything around her. Her whole life conforms to her expectancy of a child. So when you are expectant, your lifestyle changes. The way you pray to change. The way you receive the word, it will change. The way you even say amen will change. Amen. We know Jesus is the amen of God. If you read um, Revelation 3 verse 14. He's the amen. Jesus is the amen of God. And we know amen is truth. It is for sure. So when I was preparing for um, my, um, the worship program, worship and prayer with summer worship, and I was reading Revelation, and I was also going through Psalms, and I stumbled upon that scripture talking about Jesus being the amen and also having to go through the Greek and Hebrew translation, understanding that it means for sure. It means I certify it. So when God's servant declares a thing and you say amen, you're saying, yes, sir, that is true. You're certifying it and you're agreeing with him. And the Bible says, if two shall agree on touching anything, it shall be done of them by the Father. So your amen is you being in agreement with what he's saying. So you're coming to, on Friday to snow or even tonight and God's servant declares a word. You say amen as someone who is expectant and you're agreeing and heaven will kiss the earth on your behalf. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to be telling you why people have no expectations or they have low expectations. Number one, they don't know whom they say they believe. They don't know whom they say they believe. Second Timothy, Timothy 1 verse 12. For this reason I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. For I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. You cannot expect and receive anything from the one who you don't know and believe in. If you don't know Jesus, what are, what are you expecting from him? Hallelujah. 
You cannot expect, you cannot receive and expect anything from the one who you do not believe. The Bible says in Ephesians 3 verse 20, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above all we can, we, we can think or even imagine. Which is in line with the, with the power that's at work within us. That power there, there's also the power of expectation and faith. So when you're expected of God to do something, God wows you. God has done things in this ministry and one thing that I always thank God for is the privilege to be able to see things from day one up until this point. God has wild lofty heights. <laughs> there was a day I was driving, I was driving with, I think, I don't know if it was brother or Ken. I was thought about him like, lofty heights is a mega church. You. Grab your seats now. Because a time will come where if you don't grab it, you'll be ushered in. <laughs> okay. All right. Hallelujah. Let's open to Mark 6 verse 5. Expectation. Now he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hand on a few sick people and healed them. He could do not much. He wasn't able to do much things. Because they didn't know who is this person. This is not the carpenter. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So you believe God, that's why you're coming to snow. You believe God, that's why you're coming before him. He will never ask the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain. Mark 9, 23, if thou can believe all things, all, see, all things is all things. All things is all things. If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. All things is all things. There are testimonies that I've seen and experienced in my life that I'll be stupid to doubt God's existence and doubt the power of God. For instance, my mother, okay, after... Being able to conceive with four children, that was the family planning. She had to severe her tubes. And though yes, the child is a miracle baby, which is my younger sister, she, she was in the service. And the pastor turned towards that area and said, be fruitful. <laughs> the woman went to go and say amen. Her tubes were severed, but she took in because the tubes came back to life. All things are possible. My Immediate senior sister, while we we're, um, were younger, in, we're living in our old house, so a two-bedroom and all the children, that period when you know, say, supper day, hungry everybody. Supper, if you don't know what supper means, supper is being broke. <laughs> you will not be broke in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're all sleeping on the same bed. And back then, I was very, very strong. I sleep a lot, and I'm deep in sleep. So I didn't know what happened until I woke up the next morning and I realized that my parents were not home. My sister, her name is Olichi, she wasn't home. And then they told me the story that a bullet pierced through the ceiling and got to her back. And there was a hole in her back. They took her, at that time, this was Shell Hospital. Shell was the best hospital at that time in Port Harcourt, River State, in Nigeria. They took her to the hospital. They conducted six x-rays on her. They couldn't find a bullet. Brethren, my sister's back has no scar. It has no scar. 
I've seen God work. I've seen. Don't take it too far. The deaf has heard here. People have conceived here. Miracle jobs keep happening every month. There was a period during the pandemic that pastor was literally dedicating cars every day. So not every, all things are possible to him that believe. The second reason why people have low expectation or have no expectation at all is they do not know, they don't know what is written. Hosea 4, Hosea 4, 6. My people perish. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being priests for me. You cannot have an expectation when you don't know what is written about you and that situation that you desire to change. Oh, you're sick in your body. What does the Bible say about healing? Himself took your infirmities and bore your diseases. By his stripes, you were healed. Not you are healed. You were healed. That's what the word says about your life, about that sickness, about that situation. Many people do not know what is written concerning them. So they don't know, they don't even know what they are to expect from God. So if you don't know what is written, what, how do you know what to expect from God? Hallelujah. Search the scripture. Lord, what are you saying? Pastor preached on Jesus the word. Minister Peace preached last Wednesday about the word, fellowshiping with Jesus, with the word. Search scriptures. What is God saying about the situation? If you need something from God, the Bible says he will not withhold any good thing from you. Look at scriptures. The fourth one is people, why people don't have um, expectation or they have low expectation is because of present circumstances. Many people do not have good expectation or expectations at all because they are wallowing in their, in their present circumstances. It is wrong to base your expectations on your present experience. Oh, that you're sick, oh, that you've been barren, oh, that you, there's no job, nothing is coming, so you're just going to come casually? No. Don't base what you're experiencing right now. Don't base your expectation on, based on what you're experiencing right now. Your expectation must be based on the word of God. It must be based on the word of God. Hebrews 12 verse 1. Hebrews 12 from verse 1. It says, therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight. Lay aside everything that weighs you down and come into, come into this place on Friday with an expectation, expecting to receive from God. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to be sharing how to stir up expectations for manifestation. How to stir up expectations for manifestation. The first thing you need to do is locate the right scripture. Locate the right scripture. Proverbs 24, 13 to 14. Proverbs 24, 13 to 14. My son, eat honey because it is good. And the honeycomb which is sweet to your taste. So shall the knowledge of wisdom be to your soul. If you have found it, there is a prospect and your hope will not be cut off. Your expectation will not be cut off because you have found it and you're holding on to it. Locate the right scripture. When you desire manifestation in any area of your life, go to the word and locate the appropriate scripture that suits that situation. Because for every situation, there is a corresponding scripture to contend with. For your expectation to birth manifestation. It's a sickness, 
there's a corresponding um, scripture. Joblessness, there's a scripture. Barrenness, there's a scripture. No husband, no wife, there's a scripture. Every wicked boss at work, there is a scripture. Upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. Where's Mount Zion? Here. Deliverance takes place upon Mount Zion. Locate the right scripture. The next, number two, have faith in God and his word. Have faith in God and his word. Romans 4, 17 to 22. I'll actually read from verse 18. Romans 4, 17 to 22. I read the NKJV. The Bible says from verse 18 that who contrary to hope in hope believed so that he became the father of many nations, Abraham, according to what was spoken, so shall our descendants be. That's what God said. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform, and therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Faith in God and his word. Abraham had faith in God and the word that God says, so shall your descendants be. So if I have no child and you're telling me so shall my descendants be, then God, you are saying something, and I believe it. So this stirs up your faith. It stirs up your capacity to receive. Miracles are delivered on the platform of faith. And faith is delivered on the platform of expectation. Faith is a currency that brings your expectation into being. It makes the reality. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11 from verse 1. We all know the Bible says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for. It is a substance of things expected for. The evidence of things not seen. Luke 145 will know, blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of these things that were told her. Mark 9:23. If thou can believe, all things are possible. All see with God, all things are all things. Oh, all things are all things. Have faith in God. Have faith in his word. Once you once you look at the right scripture, have faith in God and his word because he. He cannot lie. It's impossible for him to lie. Number three, pray and fast. I know many of you in this, we like eating like pastors say, don't, don't eat away your destiny. Yo. Don't eat away your destiny. One day, two days, three days of fasting will not kill you. You can break at six. First Kings 18, 40 to 46. 1 Kings 18, 40 to 46, this was after Elijah had called down the fire of God and the, ba- and the prophets of Baal and all of all that. And Elijah said to them, okay, let's read from verse 41. From verse 41. Then Elijah said to Ahab, go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of abundance of rain. 42. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel mountain. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. This is not regular prayer that you're doing. Or you come to, to snow, you come, or right now you're like, oh God, thank you, oh Father, this miracle job, I need it, oh God. He, he bent down, he put his head on the ground between his knees. 
that's a prayer that, see, just like Jesus prayed that the, the sweat from his head was like, were like, were like droplets of blood. You pray. You pray. When I was doing, when we were doing um, worship and prayer nights with Simon Worship, I went on a seven days fast. Every day of that seven days before that day, I came to church. One hour I was praying, walking around. I almost lost, I didn't care about my voice. Nobody's coming to see me. People are coming to see God. Someone told me that since probably 2018, they have not worshipped like that. Oh, God's servant will come here and all of Do you think he's at home eating swallowing, eating um, goat meat every single time? Okay. Keep eating. Pray and fast. So, from verse 32, so Ahab went up to eat. He went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. Then he bowed down on the ground and put his face between his knees. 43. And said to his servant, go up now, look towards the sea. So he went up and looked and said, there is nothing. He said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. Verse 44. Then it came to pass the seventh time that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up and say to Ahab, prepare your chariots, go down before the rain stops you. Seven times. He prayed. He came back. There's nothing. Go back again. He prayed. Nothing. That's what you're seeing. is not what I'm expecting. Pray until something happens. If you, what you're expecting is not what you're seeing, keep praying. A woman who is expecting to deliver a child, if she doesn't push, the baby cannot come forth. Push. Pray until something happens. If what you're seeing is not in line with your expectation as a result of God from God's word, keep praying. Never be satisfied with an, with an unanswered prayer. There is no man that comes with expectation that returns with disappointment. We know about this, the, the disciples after the promise of the Holy Spirit. They went and they were expectant. They prayed and they fasted. And the Holy Spirit, just like Tari. Every single time I come for Tari, I, I always have an expectation. And one thing that helps me with my expectations is, most of the time, I write it down. I write it down because I am expecting something. Every single, okay. <laughs> my ability to see in the realms of the Spirit, in my own little way. Do you think it came from just me just sitting down? No. I knew that God's servant has the capacity to see that. And I needed to draw that, that same virtue and capacity too. So every time, God... These are the things I want. As this man carries, Lord, let me carry. I prayed with someone the other day, had a problem with her ear. I prayed, and she got healed. I was expectant of something I had received from God's servant through expectation. The disciples expected to receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. And they went to pray and they went to wait and pray. And there was a manifestation of the promise. There was a manifestation of the promise. Fasting disconnects you from the world and prayer connects you to the word. Like God's servant has said. When your flesh and every desire is dealt with, you are more spiritually alert to receive from God. When you're praying without expectation, even when God gives you an answer, you won't even know. Prayer will not come first though. You have to be expectant before you go to place of prayer. There was a time when we were, there was a time when we were 
um, in Wingate and we're having WPT prayers. And I, was, I, I think I was praying casually. And I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, why pray without, why, why pray when you have no expectation? Why are you praying when you have no expectation? Before you pray, have an expectation. Expectation is what gives value to your prayers to see your desires come to pass. If there's no expectation, your prayer and fasting is of no value. And finally, confess your expectations with thanksgiving. As we read in Romans chapter 4 from verse 20. Romans 4 from verse 20. And it says, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. He gave thanks to God and he was giving glory. Lord, I thank you because I know my descendants are like the sea, the sun on beside the sea. I thank you because you have said this. From John, John 11, 41 verse, um, to 42, Jesus at the tomb of Lazarus, he had an expectation. Also, he knew, he confessed, he gave thanks. Father Lord, I thank you because you hear me. You always hear me. It is expectation, it is the expectation that you confess that you will possess. Thanksgiving places a seal on your expectations from God. Keep confessing your desired expectation, which is in line with the word of God. With thanksgiving by faith, and you will receive the manifestation of your miracle. As I was just reading through my notes tonight, the last thing that the Holy Spirit ministered to me with that stirs of expectation for manifestation is remembering what God has done before. It stirs up your expectation. God, I've seen you do before, then I'm expecting. Last no, God did this, I'm expecting. Hallelujah. Expectation is the platform on which God shows up to manifest his power that causes a positive change in your life. Brethren, build your expectation on the word of God and watch God move in your favor. Stand to your feet this evening. Hallelujah. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. Were you blessed by the word? Were you blessed by the word? We know snow is on Friday and I want us to just pray. The Bible says in Proverbs 23, from verse 18, it says, For surely there's an end, and the expectation will not be cut short. Wherever you are, you know, Lord, this is my expectation. I'm expecting this from you tonight. Father, meet me. My expectation will not be cut short. Lift up your voice and pray tonight. My expectation will not be cut short, Father. On snow, Friday, Lord, I'm expecting from you. My expectation will not be cut short. Meet me at the point of my need. Let everyone who has an expectation, Lord, meet them on Friday. Meet them on Friday. Lift up your voice and pray. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.